0: The Chicago Bulls have their regular season and home season finale tonight against the Detroit Pistons, who a team that's supposed to be a rival. That rivalry hasn't been a rivalry in years, but we're going to talk about that. Plus, we're going to dive into the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Right off the top, if you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes, that's CEO H A I Z E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod. And let's go ahead and get into it. So, the Bulls have their regular season finale and home finale against the Detroit Pistons today, right? A game where you shouldn't have very much expectations. Neither team has. Anything to fight for? Uh, Billy Donovan's already said he does want to use this game as a tune-up game to kind of make sure that everyone is on the right page. The players are ready for the playing tournament because they won't play again until Wednesday. They will have two days off before heading in and uh, to Toronto and facing the uh, Toronto Raptors um, on Wednesday in that first playing game. And they are trying to be the first playing 10 seed playing team to win a game. But moving off from that, uh, the Bulls versus Detroit today. What are some of the keys to the game? Come out of this game without any injury. That's the keys to this game. That that's the and play the young guys. Listen, I get it. Wanted to use it as a tune-up. I would say have the have the starters and, and, and your major rotation players maybe fit, uh, play the first ten minutes of of the first quarter, and maybe have them play the last ten minutes or the first ten minutes of the fourth quarter. Right? You don't want to risk any major injury. Now we saw Vooch in last time in last uh, last game uh, play about twenty four minutes. I think maybe even more more than that. And you, to me, you just don't even want to risk playing them that many minutes in this game now it could be wrong but you know it's billy donovan since doesn't matter to him um so we could very well see the starters play 34 minutes today and so you know the biggest thing is making it out of this game without any injuries do not allow anybody to get dinged up anything like that we already saw patrick williams get stitches in the last game you don't want to allow a chance like that of anything to happen to these players right before we head to the plane so play those young players Give them another opportunity. They wrote it out for you. They came in with energy. They came in with almost everything you would want them to see them do. Um, in the game against the Dallas Mavericks, and you just want to continue to ride that out, right? So you know, I just it, to me, I just I, I would hate to get to this point and now we risk an injury, right? Um, so you know, we don't want to do that, especially you know, Alex Caruso who stays dinged up, Derek Jones Jr. who gets. Injured on almost every, well not injured, but gets hurt on almost every play that he does. You don't want to risk anything like that. Use it for another tune-up game for Javante Green, who could be a big piece for you in the in the play-in uh, game, which he hasn't really played a lot here on the back half of the season. That's something you want to do. Andre Drummond, can we can we get a Marco Simonovic signing? Can we? Can we? No, Billy Donovan doesn't know who Marco Simonovic is, so I don't even know what I'm talking about with that one. Um, it just you know to make it out of injuries. Now, as far as on the basketball court, this is the same thing as always for the Bulls: play with energy, rebound the ball. Uh, limit the turnovers, get force turnovers on the defensive side of the ball, try to shoot the ball efficiently as possible, Do not allow another team to kill you from three. Same things, always with the Bulls. But I would say in this game, I do want to get another look at Taylor Taylor, who we haven't really gotten to see since, you know, this is the first time really getting a look at him since we signed him. Uh, see some more Daylon Terry, see some more Carly Jones. Anyway, see some Marco Simonovic. Damn it, like, Get the man off the team if you're not going to play. Him. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be big on this summer on the either play him or get rid of him bandwagon when it comes to Marco Simonovic because we don't need another season in which we have a full level NBA contract given to somebody we just aren't going to play. But you know that's a story for another day. I don't want to, I don't want to hit on that too long. Io DeSumo, right? Io DeSumo looked pretty damn good in the last game against the Dallas Mavericks. Can we continue to get him because he is one of your key rotational players? Whether he's playing well or not, he's going to get at least what, 16 to 18 minutes on this team, even in a play-in scenario, so you want to try to see if, like, is the last game something he can build on, right? We've seen Kobe just kind of completely build and stack upon his confidence building. If you can use this last regular season game to build some more confidence before heading into that play-in tournament for players, that's what you want to do, right? So, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. Is this game going to be the most exciting, most thrilling game? Probably not, unless it's, like, exciting like the last game against the Dallas Mavericks were, where it was just an exciting to watch how that game was going to go. It became exciting in the story that was told within the game. But coming into this game, no, there's not a lot of excitement around this game. There's not a lot of story left to be told in this game. This is it, right? This is the regular season finale to a season that's been extremely disappointing, that's been, you know, uh, heart-wrenching in a lot of ways, that's, you know, that has left a lot of Bulls fans with just, even the fact that we stumbled into the playing tournament, there are a lot of Bulls fans that have really, they, they don't have, a lot of you know positive vibes around this team. You also have sucked uh games at home. This is your home season finale. Show something to the to the fans in Chicago, right? Give them a little bit of a show. Give them something to 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 leave off on on a win, right? Because the chances of the Bulls playing another game at home right now seems slim. If they win this first game Wednesday, all right, we'll talk about reviving that. So, you know, we'll see, man. At the end of the day, am I thinking that this is gonna be like the most thrilling game? No. But it's gonna be a game. We're gonna have fun. You guys know if you've been a member of this channel long enough. The live streams that go down on YouTube post-game when it's a game that really doesn't matter are sometimes more fun than the post-game shows. Uh when it's when it's games that matter, and especially if we lose those games. So, you know, tune into the live stream tonight on the on the pre-game, the halftime hangout, and post-game live streams that we do for every game. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna kick it, maybe even have a couple of guests pop in and out. It's the last, it's the last one of the season. We'll have a little bit of fun with it because I don't know how fun this actual game is going to be. And also Take a moment, and I know we have another playing game, but just take a moment to appreciate whoever your favorite bull is because, like I said and been saying, there's a high probability your favorite bull, my favorite bull, somebody's favorite bull is not going to be on the team come next season. All right, enough of me talking. Let's go ahead and get into the mailbag today. We got three voicemails today. and a, No, we got two voicemails and a comment. Let's go ahead and get into this first one from John. Hey, this is John. I just want to say I appreciate the channel, and I appreciate
1: – uh. The fact that you let, uh, real people have opinions on our, on, on our team and thank you for everything and hopefully we'll do something in the playing gentlemen, and we'll see what happens from there. I just listened to your last mailbag segment and somebody was talking about, um, how negative they thought DeMar was for the team, but a couple games ago, or last game, even Stacey King was talking about how uh DeMar had mentioned that the Bulls need to play with intensity not just in the last two minutes, but come out with intensity for 48 minutes just to have a better chance of winning. So he at least has the right uh intensity, or at least he mentions having the right intensity. So I understand everyone has their own opinions, but I think he, he does have their own mindset He's just used to his way of uh, operating, and we just need to work. Uh, The Bulls just need to work better as a team, especially with, I think, perhaps team defense. uh, More full-court press defense might help. So, anyway, those
0: are my thoughts. Thanks again. Bye. All right, first off, John, thank you for appreciating the channel, man. And, uh, yeah, I like to – listen, I've said this before um I may be the host of this show but this isn't just my show right I wanted to create a platform for bulls fans to come talk communicate whether it's in the comments whether it's by sending in your voicemails whatever it is and so that's what we have created here and i'm i'm, I'm i feel like it's doing pretty damn good on top of that but to get you your thing right uh first let's hope that the bulls do something in the playing tournament hey you speaking to the choir there brother um I really do hope that the bulls can do something in the playing tournament i hope that they come out with the 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 effort that we deserve to see right that's that's a big part of it, too, is that they come in with the effort that we deserve to see that they play in a way that is indicative of, like, a team that understands the moment, that understands the importance of having to come in in a game where it's do or die and come in and just execute and play well. Let's hope that they do that. And, you know, the Bulls have shown certain flashes of that I do think that Pat Bev is going to be extremely motivated. Uh, he hasn't had the the last few games for Pat Bev haven't been the best. I do think Pat Bev is going to come into that playing game Demar as well being where he played basketball to start his career for over a decade, right, to go back to Toronto and um, maybe wants to show something there, maybe wants to put on a big performance there. We'll see. Listen, the Toronto Raptors present a test for the Chicago Bulls, a big test for the Chicago Bulls. I don't want to over or underlook that. And so, you know, when it comes down to it, the Bulls, you know, we'll see if they can take care of business. I have my concerns. I have my doubts going into this game. But one thing about it, regardless of my doubts or not, we're going to ride this train to the Wills off or whatever, the bus, whatever it's called. To the wheels fall off. We're going to do that because this is Chicago Bulls Central. This is, I'm one of the most passionate Bulls fans you guys will see, and I, I want to see my team do well. I also know that my team needs experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide. Who to put your money on? The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. To do some things this offseason so we're not having another struggle season like this. But hey, whatever comes for this offseason in this playing tournament, let's hope that the Chicago Bulls do show something. Now, second half of what you said. DeMar and and his comments over the Bulls needing to play with intensity. Like every game's the last game. They, They need to maintain it throughout the whole game. Yes, that's great, right? And to say that you know, I, you know, a lot of Bulls fans, me, I'm on that bandwagon, so I'm putting me there too. Think that the Bulls can, dress, can really improve this team by considering moving tomorrow. By I mean, it, like I said, almost it's a high probability most people's favorite bull may not be back, right? Or somebody on your that's your favorite bull may not be back this season. But when it all comes down to it. Um, the way that I look at it is this. With the with the frustrations that have been around this season, with the up and down play of the Chicago Bulls this season, somebody needed to say it. But, you know, they've said a lot of good things this season. We've heard a lot of good lip service paid to Bulls fans and to the way that they need to play all season long. I want to see actual action on the court. Now, let's hope that that's what they've been, you know, that's what they've been preaching. That's what they've been talking about. That's what they've been figuring out. And they need to come out with a playoff intensity in this playing game. If they really want to be that first 10th seed to win a game in the playing tournament, they're going to have to come out with determination. They're going to have to come out with focus. They're going to have to come out wanting it more than the team that's in front of them. And that's some of the, the biggest concerns around the team. In games like that, they haven't necessarily performed the best. So let's hope that they can. Let's hope that they will. And maybe we can be talking about the Chicago Bulls, albeit very short amount of history. Let's talk about them possibly being the team that can be the first 10th seed to win a game. All right, let's go ahead and get into this next voicemail. This one's from Shaq.
2: What's up, guys? Shaq, you know, I know a lot of people are a little bit pissed off at AK for this season and Mark Eversley, but I think I don't think we should necessarily give up on them just yet, you know. And I know you probably haven't, but remember that season where <sighs> I think. The Denver Nuggets had it was one year where they had Andre Kadawa and then you know now they made a good one. They made it to the second round there. They did it much better than we did. But if you know, but if you notice something after that season, they did a whole one eighty. So I'm not necessarily saying that he's gonna necessarily do that with us, but I think after this season, AK is definitely gonna has definitely looked at it, and he's definitely heard the cries of a lot of Bulls fans. <laughs> And I think that he's going to look to make some major changes. Now, one thing I would do all this off season is focus on two things: yeah, get size, yeah, get shooting. But the main thing we need to focus on, man, this season is off season is three and D, three and D. That's all we need to focus on because I mean, although we're a good decent, we're a decent defensive team, but you know we're not usually consistent on that end. And you know, I problems with three point shooting, but I feel like this whole season. It should be focused on three and D, three point shooting and defense. Anyway, tell me what you think.
0: Bulls fans should not give up on Acme just yet. Here's the thing no, they shouldn't. Will they? Yeah. Does, does logic matter to fans, passionate fans of most sports teams? No, logic doesn't matter. But here, I'm going to drop some logic for it anyway. John Pax and Gar Foreman got to keep their jobs for years after it clearly sh- was shown that they weren't able to build a team in what had become the modern NBA. Paxson did amazing when Paxson was the GM. I go back and talk about those times all the time. Rebuilding the team like two, two and a half times. Having us be a playoff contending team for years, years after years after years. Staying just around that area. Never really had a championship team, unfortunately, with Derrick Rose's injury. But, you know, Pax did some good things when he was GM. When Gar Foreman came in, we had a brief period because that was still initially when Tom Thibodeau and the Derrick Rose era. initially was seemed like it was going to be good. But they were never ever to get back over that hump. To being an ECF finalist with, you know, what they were building around Jimmy Butler, then to admit that they didn't know how to build around Jimmy to send him away and then to still be able to keep their jobs. And then it took for Paxson to go to ownership and say, hey, listen, I, I don't know if I know how to do this anymore. You guys may want to think about going in a different direction for them to go. The fact of the matter is, with the Bulls organization, if you're a president of basketball operations you are, you are in that position for an extremely long time, no matter how good or bad you're doing. Acme isn't going anywhere, at least AK. Now, maybe Eversley may go somewhere if he gets a, a promotion and becomes somebody else's president or have more responsibilities, something like that. But at the end of the day, Acme as a unit, and especially AK, is going to be here for years and years to come, right? I've said it before. They had a really good offseason. The season that they brought in Lonzo Ball, Marta Rose, and Alex Caruso, they kind of reshaped that team. And, you know, Javante as well. They traded for Javante, and he ended up being a gem for us when he's able to stay healthy. Then you had an offseason in which you bet on continuity. You kind of kicked the can down the road. You didn't make a lot of moves. So the question that, that needs to be shown this season is, can you do it again? Can you be the GM? Can you be the front office that gets creative in how they need to build this team out? Can you get creative like that again? Can you do it again? right? AK has already alluded to it. He's talked a lot about how, you know, the season that they brought in Alonzo, the season that they brought in tomorrow, how they didn't have cap space. They had to get creative in making those acquisitions. Well, it's time for you to get creative again. No, it's not time to give up on Acme, but it is time to to require them to do more than what they did last season. It is time to request that they need to get to work. This offseason is going to be hugely telling for how difficult maybe the next decade is for the Chicago Bulls and how much is AK willing to really make changes and to shake things up when it's clearly needed. Betting on continuity isn't wrong. A lot of great teams bet on continuity, and they build on top of continuity, and we're still going to have a version of that this season, right, this offseason. The whole roster isn't being turned over, but you may need to make some key changes, some key acquisitions to kind of just Reconfigure how this team plays together. To reconfigure, reconfigure the balance of the team. To bring in more size and shooting that we desperately need to be to stay up with the modern day NBA. Right. So it's time for Acme to do that. Now, to you said to your point of saying, you know, about doing a 180 this season. That is damn near what's needed. Right. Not necessarily overturning everything on the roster, but we do need a big change, a major change that is meaningful, so that we're not sitting there. uh, Scrapping and clawing for a play-in spot, right? Let's talk about let's talk about playoff position at this point next season, not just making it into a play-in and possibly being the first 10 seed to win a game, right? Let's talk about actually making changes to this roster where we are going to be better. We don't have to be necessarily to the top of the East. But listen, I would say this: we need next season to be a top six seed at the minimum. It's to avoid the play in that what needs the acme needs to build a team that can win a playoff series, right? That's what we want to try to be next season. So, yeah, Acme got to get to work, um, and we'll see what he's able to do, Shay. Great voicemail there. All right, let's get into this last one. This one is actually a comment from Sydney, something I don't always do a great job at. If you guys want to leave a comment for the mailbag, rather than call in or leave a text or voicemail, I don't know why some of you guys are voicemail shy, but, hey, it is what it is. Some people get anxiety. If you want to do that, just type in mailbag at the beginning of your comment like Sydney did here, and then we can go ahead and read that as well. Sydney says, mailbag and hot take. Could the Bulls require Luka as the point guard? It seems like he's unhappy in Dallas, possibly could demand a trade. Could they? Yes. Is it likely to? No. And would we want to, right? Luka is a very specific player in how you have to build around. Now, talent always, you always want to try to add talent. That's what the Mavericks did when they added Kyrie. Now, sometimes it's not going to work. Most times I think it is, especially if you have a strong head coach. Now, if Luka becomes available, every team in the NBA should make a call. That's just is what it is. Every team outside of a few that are already true championship contenders are going to make the call. The Bulls should also be one of those teams that make that call not to move on from Zach Levine, but to try to pair him with another superstar. Whatever else works out. Patrick, we like whatever else. Right. So you should make a call. But is it likely to happen? I don't think so. I don't think it's likely that the Bulls get Luka. I don't think that it's likely that Luca becomes a Chicago Bull. But hey, weirder things have happened. I always say that you never know in this NBA. Hell, who would have thought that the Dallas Mavericks would have got eliminated from, I thought that they couldn't win the playoff series. I didn't think that they would drop so low as to miss the playing tournament altogether, but hey, you just never know what's going to happen in the NBA. And so, uh, Acme, if, if Luka does officially become available, absolutely Acme should be on the phone to see what it could take. Now, and that, that what it could take could to be too high, and you move on, but you should be on that phone. I, I don't think it's likely to happen. I don't think that it's it's a it's a realistic scenario, but hey, Anything is possible in the NBA. You guys can let me know what you think on it down below. But that is it for today's episode, at least for right now. Like I said, I'll be back three times tonight for uh, po- uh for the pregame, halftime hangout, and postgame live streams all going down on the channel today. But make sure you follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are... The number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace.
3: This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.